Hola, soy Franco Escobar y suscríbete a Guante de Fútbol. Vince, it is so good to see you. Wow, you're in a strangely good mood. Why wouldn't I be? LAFC sit alone at the top of the league after last weekend. Come on. That's true, but there is still a lot of season left. No, don't do that, Vince. You're thinking. There's no bring me down today. We've got a great show for you guys. We'll recap the big showdown with Philly and the Class 22 is a lot of fun as always. Also, the voice of LAFC, Max Bredos, is going to join us for a little role play. Ooh, is that true? Oh, yeah. LAFC 360 starts now. What is up, guys? Welcome to another episode of LAFC 360. We are very, very excited to talk about the best team in MLS, our beloved Black and Gold. Here is who's joining me today, Max. Role play, Bredos. Welcome. Yeah, what are you guys? What are you guys Jerry into? Jerry is way too excited. Bredos, role play. Oh hell yeah! What is yeah, going Jerry, on? Yeah, Jerry, bring it down Jerry, a notch. Yeah, <laughs> bring it down a notch. It's not what you think. Welcome. Maybe it is what you think. Welcome, Max. Good to be here. The never dull moment with uh, LAFC. So it's great to have an outlet like this where we can talk about it. And La Rosa Panscombe himself, Vince La Rosa. Good guy. Panscombe's going strong. You know the hats Hat are coming on. Jacket Maybe we get some t-shirts soon. Very peaky. Jackets. I'm uh, not going to be here for much longer. I'm going to be a clothes guy. You're a clothes guy. You're fashion you are icon. our fashion player. Fashion I could dress a lot better, but I don't care. But why would why would you even try to compete with me? Yeah, I like, I'm not wearing a hat for starters. I like to think I'm the healthy medium between the two, right? <laughs> anyway, before we get started, don't forget to click on that subscribe button, like this video, and click that little bell to be notified of all our new videos. Your support helps us grow the channel, and we appreciate it very much. We couldn't do it without you guys. Speaking of subscribing. We're giving away two pairs of tickets for tomorrow's Ooh. Open Cup match against the Timbers. That's right. Four free tickets are up for grabs. The rules are simple. Okay, you guys ready? Listen in. Listen in. You must be subscribed to this channel, and you must follow us on Instagram. And at the end of the show, I will give you a secret password. And whoever direct messages that password to us on Instagram first wins. The tickets. Oh, that's a lot of Isn't work. Isn't that crazy? You know, it's not that much work. You just subscribe <laughs> you just pay. to us. Well, You've got to listen. Pay attention. I think for the for the longtime viewers and guys in the chat, guys and ladies in the chat, this is a reward because they're like, we've always been around. Sometimes you guys yeah. do yeah, so, stuff so we on do, Twitter. Yeah, so we do giveaways. Here. We do giveaways on social a lot. Yes. Uh, and everyone kind of gets to pitch in. But for you guys who watch the show week in week out, this one's for you guys because you guys stick around for the full show, watch the thing. It's your chance to win. If the demand is high, because I, I have some, we get some tickets to give away. I'll, I'll give a, a pair. I was going to give them away on Twitter. Maybe I can pop them on here. Yeah, there you go. If the demand's high, we'll get a third pair. Man of the people, Max Bredos. Gerardo already has tickets. But by the way, it's general admission again, so it's going to be a, a is, it? is it? Is I've it saw, not? I, I saw I it looks so. like they're selling se yeah. actual seats. Oh, well, I stand corrected. I anyway, final reminder, stay tuned for that secret password because you could win some LFC tickets. Yeah, either way, if you get free tickets, you're playing with house money. So you're Yeah, good. it's great. It's a, right. fun, it's a fun night out. Let's, uh, let's get the show going. On Saturday, we didn't get the three points we've come to expect this season, but earning a draw versus the top team in the East is nothing to be upset about. Let's dive into the storylines coming out of that top-of-the-table tilt. It's time for Hashtag ah. Trending. Oh, my God. It scared me. Scared? Oh, yeah, I finally got a chop sound. Can we get the sound effect again? <laughs> there you go. Oh. I feel like I got hit in the face right now. You just do a whole show of sound effects. Every time Max talks... 
right, I'll, I'll kick us off. Uh, LAFC, it's, it's becoming a bit of a storyline. And it's making our jobs hard because we're trying to find new things to talk about this team, but this is what happens. They go down early, they come back. Luckily, they've been coming back, so it's been making us all happy. Uh, but how do we feel about this? It's, it's not just a trend. It's a full-blown narrative storyline for this season. I think I said on the broadcast, this would be now six games where the opponent scored first. And in those six games, I think it's – you have the loss to the Galaxy, two ties to Portland and Philadelphia, and you won three games. Mm. Pretty remarkable. Yeah. yeah. So it's – look, LAFC, it's, you, I keep saying it's not sustainable where you can fall behind, but maybe it is. Because even when they fell behind here, I always thought that they were going to come back and get something, and they did, and they fell down a second time. And even then, I thought they'd come back and get something. The way they were playing and peppering the goal, they did it. It's um, <laughs> it's it's their identity right now, and I, I do believe it can only go up in the sense that they'll score goals early. I don't think it'll go down where they're allowing multiple goals no. and out of games. That's not going to happen. But it's so, what, so we feel like we're playing catch up week in week out with LAFC on the scoreline on the scoreline but but in the games like you put you put away one of those chances early on in the game it's a completely different game and we're not talking about the same thing over and over again and it just feels like we just man in the first half first 25 minutes we just can't put the ball in the back of the net for some reason is that maybe we're not creating quality chances is it that's part of it we don't it genuinely have our shooting boots on well, well I, I don't know what the answer is uh well, you and I agree on this, the point that you just made, but a lot of people in the chat, even before we got started, were like, we didn't play well, we weren't up to the intensity. I don't necessarily agree with that because I thought for those you first... You can say it was, it was Gav. It's about the it was Gav, yeah. It was Gav. <laughs> the intensity. Sorry, Gav. I'm going to go at you here for a second. <laughs> I thought that we were up to their intensity. First nine minutes, LAFC were first to everything. They were winning duels. They just weren't creating quality chances. They were settling for crosses again, which they've done in past games. They did that against Minnesota, where it was like, no, play one or two extra passes. Actually, especially against Philadelphia, where there's two six-foot-six central center backs waiting for those crosses all day. But I thought, I thought they played well. It just Philly came down, punched them in the mouth. It was a moment, a rare moment where, you know, Escobar couldn't get out there. Maybe that's a communication thing. You did have Ibiaga there. It's, it's a different dynamic. Uh, but they played well. I, I do think, maybe to Gab's point, I do think that after the goal, because it was like a direct punch in the nose, LAFC was kind of stunned for a little second where like touches were a little sloppy for a bit. But they, they picked back up again. And I just want to, uh, J. David Wallace. J. David I, I Wallace. I thought not coming back would actually be a good thing for the midfield. The mindset. Uh, mindset. The mindset. But it's not like these players aren't trying to win in the first 80 minutes, right? They know They know what they have to do. And... Obviously, just something's not working. So he's saying that if they didn't come it back against Philadelphia and lost, they could shot. come it back was, and they go, look, reset. it's not working anymore. Yeah. we got to get it. it. To me, it really does come back with better chances because there's moments where they're doing a long-range shot. They maybe could have done an extra pass. It's hard. That was a really tough team to break down. And mm -hmm. I saw them against Nashville last week, and this seemed like a much more intense Philadelphia team. A, a Glesnes and Elliott, they were up for it. They felt the occasion, which is what LAFC is going to be feeling all season, especially if they're playing as well as they are, and they have a target on their back, which they do because they have should the we, best record. Should we MLS. play a game? Well, the chances how, have to be better. How many MLS teams that we LAFC plays against are going to park the bus? What do you think? Not many. I mean, more. The, Max, you brought this up after the Minnesota game. The more that teams see that this can give them that little bit of a chance, the more it might happen. But I, I would like to ask the chat, like, what did you guys think about Philly? Remember, we are talking about the number one team in the East. 
uh, a team that has done well to restock their cabinet after losing some big-name players. So I thought they, I do think that they were very up for it. Let's not take away too much from what Philly did. And they had to do it in hard circumstances because, like, they had the two shots on target only. I mean, that, they had to really gut that out just to even get those two shots on we're, target. We're talking to the top team in the East, like, oh, you guys did good when you played against us. Like, fair play. You know yeah. what I mean? You were able to scrap together a point. Like, we're talking about the best team in the East right now. Mm-hmm. Well, it's pretty Same. tight. It's tightly packed. Although, I, from what I've seen, I would put, when New York City FC are fully loaded and recovered yeah. from the CONCACAF Champions League, I'd put them in Philly on that top line. Yeah. Philly, I, I, I knew they were good, but I was really impressed. They have it all. Remember, they didn't have their number one DP, Mikael Uha, who I was really looking forward to calling his name yeah. out there. Not too much. Uh, but good central defensive, great defensive midfielder in Martinez. Daniel Gazdago, hardworking uh, number 10, who scored a goal. So there's a lot to like about this team. And they have the kids that might be able to come in. They have good guys that haven't come in yet because Jim Curtin likes the 11, 12 players that he uses because they're getting results. I know Bedoya's still out there. Can you believe that? Bedoya's the one I think that could, probably could be up. I don't know who that'd be, maybe Paxton Aronson. Yeah. I just, I was comp- commenting on Bedoya during the game when we were in the press box. I was like, he runs around a lot, but when you look at him, doesn't look very physically impressive, but I mean, he really does the business out there. He gets yeah. gets at it. He's there for a reason. Jim Curtin's got a good eye. So there it is. Uh, one to work on. Uh, we'll see how they alleviate that against the Rapids, a team they didn't fall behind uh, earlier this season. That was fun. That was fun. So another thing that is developed here and uh, pretty remarkable statistic here is Franco Escobar scores a goal. He became the 13th different LAFC player to score this season. We're 10 games into the season. 13 different guys have scored. Uh, it is definitely a trending topic. It is, I don't know who scores next. We'll, we'll talk about that here in a moment uh, because the list is getting yeah. short. At the end of the day, you need an alpha male score. Mm. Uh, I mean, everyone you talk to, and I spoke to a lot of people who, who used to, to score goals in this league, and they go, yeah, it's important to have that. It's That's how teams view it. But in the meantime, this is... Uh, this is a very exciting thing that I, I was keeping defenses honest. Let's take a look at the Franco Escobar. I was yapping. Let's take a look at the Franco Escobar goal. I was just yapping. There you go. He almost scored on the previous Moments corner before kick. that, yeah. I like his. From, from like the exact same spot, too. I like how he, it looks like the players are trying to trample him. Because he wants to start. He wants to win the game. Look at him. He's like, yeah. let's go. Get off of me. Get I like love that. that. Yeah. Actually, I, I for Mother's Day, I saw my family. I talked to my dad, and he goes, "What do you think of his celebration?" I go, "What? What celebration?" He goes, "I know, I love it." Yeah, he like, won the ball, wanted to go win. Let it. go of me. Yeah, a couple of things there. You you mentioned, yeah, you do need a guy, especially in the playoffs when it comes down to one-off games. You need a guy you can really rely on that you can go to that can win you games. But with so many players scoring goals, it just it reminds me a little bit, and people are gonna go crazy if I say this. Manchester City, who's the top goal scorer for Manchester City right now? Can I can't answer that. You'd have to just no. guess, right? But it could be it could be anyone between Mares, it could be De Bruyne, it could be Gabriel Jesus, it could be Sterling for all I know. Bernardo Silva. Bernardo Silva. Mares. So, I mean, it really is a bunch. It is that. a good problem to have because it, <laughs> esp- yeah, especially the way that, that LAFC likes to spread out teams. They like to use the ball. So they like to get, they're not just counting on playing direct to one guy and having him finish like they kind of did last season with Chicho. So I think that's good for LAFC. And then the, the other side of it is, this is the work that John Thornton did in the offseason. Yeah. We said that really. he brought in a lot of guys that we didn't think just kind of rounded out the team. We knew they were going to contribute. And that really brought up the floor of this team. That's why this team, it's not 
we haven't seen the ceiling of this team quite yet because we haven't seen them put in a full 90 minute performance, but we've seen that even when they don't play their best, they can count on goals from anywhere. And I just want to, we've talked about this before, just because of how good this season has been thus far. Like, we're getting really nitpicky here. We're the best team in the league right now. Well, we've got to put a show together. There's still uh, about 20, 20 <laughs> plus games left, right? And so I just, this is important for us to be able to talk about. You know, even the best teams can fix uh, all these little things. But I encourage you guys to also be very happy with the way things are. It like, was happy, right? The chat's humming. I saw you guys while I was talking trying to, like, get through all well, those comments. I saw one who was talking about Sifu, um, about Latif coming in. Sifu had an assist, and he also almost scored that game-tying goal. It was his header that opened it up for Escobar. You know what Sifu post. needs to do is, is back it up a little bit on that shot. He yeah. seems to be sending everything over. Maybe take a little bit off of it. Maybe try to place a couple and just see how that works out for him. I, you, you'd think it's like, don't make a mistake a mis mistake twice, right? Yeah. He's done that a couple times where you would hope, like, just, like, don't do that again. Yeah, what's that guy doing in the gym? Yeah. Too many squats. Massive quads. Must be. There is concerns in the comments. You know, Juan, Joseph Rodriguez, uh, yeah, Juan Vela and Chicho are not doing their part. Uh, I, I mean, they didn't have – Vela and Chicho didn't have really a great – their best game of the season or the last game prior to that, but they're still involved. Uh, I think this is a – it's a – it's a good problem, but maybe this is a product of too many guys scoring goals and not mm. the top two. Speaking of which, I also see a lot of comments uh, about a certain number 10 we got. Uh, Carlos Vela has yet to score a goal in over a month. Mm -hmm. uh, seven games now uh, within all competitions. What do we think about that? We've talked about it before, as we do almost every topic mm. <laughs> in the show. Um, he's not directly... Con Contributing to the team in terms of score sheet, uh, but he's still the same Carlos Vela, right? Uh, he's come be, back to earth just a little yeah, bit, right? It'll be that 2019, which was just astronomical. Yeah, he's player. still one of the most talented players in the league. Uh, he has, he's averaging less shots per game, which is going to come into it, and that's what made him so good. Remember, remember for those first couple of years, you'd look at Carlos Vela, and it was easily six, seven shots a game and three or four on target. Now it's more like one on target and three or four shots, so that's going to lessen his output. But, yes, a month is too long, but a lot of it speaks to just what we come to expect from Carlos because I feel like when he plays a game, even if he has a good game, if he doesn't, if he's not on the score sheet or with an assist, somebody says he, had, everyone says he had a bad game. But then when you watch it back, you, you understand the gravity that he has on the field. Like, if he's on the ball and he's moving the ball around, it opens up other channels for other guys. And he's going to have his moments here. He's going to have a two-goal game. He's going to have a spectacular free-kick goal. The 11 corner kicks, most of them he took, and they were in great positions, including the, the game-tying 2-2 game. I, he, he lost the ball a couple times. He usually doesn't. That's what I, I keep a track on him yeah. to see mm. what he's doing when he's dribbling. He's almost impossible to dispossess. But he lost a couple. It was a very physical Philadelphia team. It was always going to be a struggle for Carlos. Yeah, he looked a little surprised, too. I don't think... I'm wondering, because in the first nine minutes, he actually looked good mm -hmm. um, when everyone was looking good. Then they score. Maybe they keyed in. They were like, we got our goal now. Let's key in on Carlos. Do you think maybe they just kind of – because they did have all, a lot of guys wherever he was, and he was trying – he was going from left to right. He was moving all around to try to find space and just, like you said, wasn't finding space. And then, yeah, his touch was a little off. It was, it was an off game. We, we have to say that. That's really, really quickly, I want to give a shout-out to Jacob, who said uh, this show is very worth watching during class. So. Jacob, pay Love attention that. to class. No, but we do appreciate not pay it. attention to class. Well, welcome to your welcome to your three professors for the day, Jacob. <laughs> I know. Uh, um, let's talk. Go ahead. You got something? No. 
Okay. Not really. Not really. Completely no? Okay. Well, let's talk about something that maybe isn't so fun to talk about. The injuries are starting to pile up, and we've talked a little bit about how the depth has been good, 13 different goal scorers, but now we're hearing, you know, Izzy's out. Uh, I'm, I'm hearing probably not going to be back until closer to the end of the month. Yep. Sounds like it might be the same with Brian. Uh, he, he's, we've been at training, and we've seen him working off to the side. Eddie is still working towards fitness, but you would think with the It'll long take a layoff. take while. To, it, yeah, the long layoff, his first contribution is going to be like a five-minute cameo sub before he even gets anywhere near it. Are we, are we, are we worried? Uh, no. I, we talked about it just a, a little bit early, like when we were talking about the um, just kind of the matchup in general. This is the best team in the East that we just played against, and it was 2-2 draw. I think it's fair to say we could have won that game. Mm-hmm. This was with a somewhat depleted starting lineup, right? And so we were able to to really compete with the best in MLS, with Brian out, with Isi out, Murray out, out Segura yeah. still got, like, like, I don't know. I, I don't know what to make that. It, depth has been great this year. I'm a little worried about it. Because uh, it seems like it's one more injury away. One from more injury away. In the back line, because Daniel Henry, we didn't mention, who has a hamstring yep. injury. Hamstrings have been a big problem. Uh, Murillo, we're hearing he should be he should be okay, but we'll see. I mean, this is a very this is a grueling week. You got two games in a five day span. So uh, the defensive side, if something happened, <laughs> so Sebastian Ibiago or Mamadou fall, it could be suspension, or whatever. Then where do you go? Is it or Tony Leone? Or the fullbacks as well. I'm... Or the fullbacks. So there's some areas that are getting really stretched. We're really lucky to have a guy as good as Sebastian Ibiaga as what would at this point be like the fourth or fifth option. And he plugged in there and did a nice job. Uh, of course. Uh, you well, no, to, I mean, to Max's guys... point, if one of those center backs gets injured, you're either reshuffling, you're trying to see how you can use Hollingshead, Hollingshead or you're bringing in Tony Leone, which I, I would like to see Tony Leone at some point. But not not against Julian Carranza all, and Corey Burke. All I'm saying is we're talking about, like, really get... Like, you can't control injuries. That's part of the game, right? It's going to happen, but we can't reshuffle anything else. Like, what, if four of our center backs gets injured, you can't really do anything more. Mm-hmm. You know it's what not, I mean? You, you just, have, have, to have, be a deep o- roster you just have to be okay with that. And I think we have one of the deepest rosters. It's like, yeah. well, if half the team gets injured, so be it, right? I don't know. Card, and that's good shout. We have... Uh, uh, Mohamed Traore as well. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I mean, he's developing. I mean, he was there before Mamadou Fall. We'll see if that's... This is uh... true. He was not on the bench, though, for nope. uh, because he play, He was with Vegas up north. Uh, I mean, I think, yeah, defensively is where you're worried. Uh, they were still able to make some changes and bring on players that impacted the game in Danny Masovsky and Latif Blessing. So even with all the injuries, but I think more so it's going to be, look, if you're playing games where you're going to want to impact yep. uh, the match with subs... You're going to want those guys like Brian Rodriguez yep. and Izzy back. Or, better yet, let's not have to impact the game with subs because we started with our, yeah, our let's score in the complement first of the front three where we have Brian Rodriguez one side, we have Carlos Vela the other, and we get Chicho going. It just I, I like that Mahala got a goal. I do think that Andre Blake was guessing a little bit on his shot. Uh, but other than that goal, Mahala was a little bit underwhelming. I think he maybe needs a moment where he can sit back watch a game from a different perspective, and then maybe come off the bench because it seems like it's worn off a little bit. I like what you say there, that maybe there's an opportunity here for LFC not to be so reliant on the bench and say, let's get a goal and we'll make maybe one or two substitutions and we'll get that. That's what the relief an early goal will cause as opposed to chasing where you're going to mix things up. Uh, uh, with your substitution. Juan saying, shout out to Vince's drip, looking like a paper boy from the year 3022. Can you do the whistle, the paper boy whistle? No, I can't. I'm a horrible whistler. 
I so, wish I could. I would do it all it's the time. It's really times. Emojis. Hot off the presses. Emojis? Sorry. No, yeah. no. Emojis? Newspapers. Are you asking me or telling me? I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, they're just a part of our lives now, right? In fact, I, I, I don't even remember a time in which they weren't a thing. How'd you guys even communicate back in the old days? Like smoke signals? Something. You're asking, I don't know. You're asking two guys. Guys don't communicate. Oh, uh, sadly, it was smoke signals. Uh, <laughs> anyway, the class of 22 shares my affinity for these little characters. Here are the players' favorite emojis. Uh, I use a lot the one laughing. Can you act it out? No, 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 I couldn't. <laughs> like the straight faced one? Act it out. Yeah, just like. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably just the laughing emoji. Okay. Pues siempre le mando corazón a mi esposa. Me gusta mucho. Un corazoncito. It's probably just like the eye roll, just like the... Yeah, I use that a lot. <laughs> sí, los, los lentes. No, no, los que tienen lentes. ¿Lo puedes hacer? No sé, tienen... Está así. Love, hat. The one the guy's like... ¿Cómo se dice? Vomitando. Vomiting? Yeah. Well, Can you show me how to do it? ¿Cómo se hace? No. No. I just like the poop emoji. That's pretty, yeah, you can't really act that one out, you know. Those, those emojis, pero. Smile, smile. Yeah, big smile, yeah. Big smile, yeah. Ha. So, I, I mean, Good question. start oldest question to asked. youngest. That was one of the fun ones. Oldest. Uh, what is your favorite emoji, Max? I will say, first of all, um, Connor, that even though I'm old as dust, that I do use emojis, and I find it very effective. So for us old timers out there, uh, we like to use them, and it gets the message across. So I actually use them quite frequently. The one I, I use that actually helps me a lot professionally is the soccer emoji, which uh, prevents me to have to spell out soccer or football in that long debate. So yeah, uh, that one makes it much easier. I. Uh... I, there I, it is, I, I BTG think, Law, you know what I'm talking about. I think emojis. But if you type football, you get the football one. Mm -hmm. You don't yeah. get the soccer one. I, I think emojis are our uh, the bridge between our two generations. Well, I mean, I will say as I've, as I've progressed. Sounds, you make a movie about that. As I've progressed in my professional journey, you know, I, I, I like to try to be young at heart as much as I can. But I'm one, I always wonder, like, when I'm test, texting professional people, if like, anyone... can I use an emoji or not? And I... When Bob was the manager, I used to text him back and forth from time to time, and Bob would use emojis. So it made me feel like, look, if Bob Bradley's using emojis, fair game. I can use emojis. I uh, I really like there's like the straight face one, but it's like one of the new ones where it's the straight face, but like an eyebrow raise. It's like a very judgmental one. Mm -hmm. When someone says something weird. What's the thing called? The monocle. 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 It's got little monocle. Like, monocle. So uh, it's uh, good emojis. Love emoji talk. Emoji, we gotta, we gotta get the moose emoji right for Masovsky. Yes. It's well, not a... speaking of Danny, wait, Masofsky. is that in there? Look, is that a moose or is that like no. a deer? Jacob, I don't know. That's like a goat. It looks like a curled one. Can, we, like can that pass as a moose? No, I mean, he deserves a moose emoji. But he speak, does a moose. Speaking of moose, and, and guys, you want to stay through the whole episode again because we're giving away tickets, and Connor will have that password. But we did a contest over the weekend. It's our players to watch contest, and this. Fantastic jersey was up for grabs. 
as modeled by one Danny Masofsky from Masofsky, training. The move. Um, and I think that's why we had, I think we had over 120 entries. It's probably I thought you were going to say signatures. No, Whoa. there's only about 20 signatures on here. Uh, look at that, Kellen Costa down here. Uh, but we no, had over, over 120 entries. Uh, so tough one to win. It's a big prize. Uh, can, I get a, can I get a little drum roll? Oh, who won? Oh, you got one right away. Who won? On point today. The winner is, and I gotta look at my card, Julie with two E's dot 94. Julie, Yay. you are the winner. Congratulations, Julie one of with the best, two E's. One of the best prizes we've had this year. We have some other cool ones coming up, but this is, this is pretty rad. So congrats, Julie. It was a tough, tough week because some interesting goal scorers. It was in interesting. I, I believe she yeah. picked Franco Escobar, which I don't no think way. anyone else did. I had Gazdog, and I thought I was like, I, had, I actually had the Philly, one of the Philly goal scorers. And also, Danny Musovsky touched that jersey. Yeah. That value goes up three times for me. We know, yeah. the, we know the LAFC uh, supporters love Danny Musovsky. Yeah. Wait for him to come to the game now. Julie, let us know if you want us to sign it as well, but it will lower the <laughs> yeah. value. Yeah, we'll do it on the back. Uh, yeah. Ma yeah, Max yeah, my, and I will put it just very I, small. I, I'll John Hancock that. It's not good. You'll what now? John Hancock. Oh, I thought you cursed. No. All right. <laughs> Founding fathers. Signature. No, never I just, I, I don't like that you said that. Now we're going to play a role play game. Speaking of role players, play. we haven't played this game in a little bit, but it's always a good time. Let's do a little role play. We'll pick up a player or coach face from the pile and answer a question as them. So you, as you hold up the face, you are that player. I am that player. We will answer the question as them, but we'll throw you some questions as well. Connor, you're up first. So oh. pick from the pile, oh, of, pile of faces. Yeah, mix them around. Hello, faces. Are, are we ready? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Oh, The Steve. boss went straight with Steve Trundolo. Uh, and the question Out we're Out at training, squinting, the, question the sun we're, so strong. Yeah, the question you're starting with is, uh, we're sitting atop the league, Steve. Yeah, we, we are. How do we stay there? That's where, you, that's where you're starting. So how do we stay atop the league? Vegas lights, record haters out there. Ooh. You know what we do? Nothing. We're top the league, baby. <laughs> the best team in the league. Y'all... Y'all crazy. It's weird to see his face behind the sign from my point of view. It's, <laughs> you know what? It I, ruins the... I get to spend a little bit of time with Steve every week. Dead on ringer for yeah. Steve. Top of the league, baby. Yeah, that's how he talks. <laughs> yeah, he talks like that, right? No, but but honestly, as I've been listening to the 110 football show and, and hearing you guys, uh, you guys talk about it, ideally we would be finishing our chances, not letting in silly goals, but we're playing great. The team... Is having a great time, and I just think uh, the team is having a great time <laughs> with the players coming back from injuries. It, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun month. Uh, Stephen, uh, very positive. Good. In, in your post game, you mentioned that you know oh. you're, you're smiling anytime you you come back twice in a game. However, he was not smiling while saying that. Were you uh, just kind of giving us some lip service? Were you really upset after that game? I was really upset. That's a game we should have won against a good team. In air quotes. Why air quotes? because they weren't a good team. Ah. I don't think, look, best in the East, where you could see we're miles above them. And we should have won. We should have won. And I am frustrated at my team that we couldn't get a result. And we went down twice to two very silly goals that could have very well been prevented. So little things. Work on little things, but still. Little things. The, the boat's things. cruising just fine. That was a pretty good, that was a pretty good Trondolo. Do you got anything for, for Steve while he's on set with us, Max? Steve, have, uh, do you enjoy your time with Vince? <laughs> oh, yeah. He's got some good shirts. Got some good shirts. Got some good shirts, good hats. Steve, I put some sunglasses on. But you're out there at the performance center. The yeah, Vince, very give strong. me some sunglasses. Uh, no, uh, borrow them from Ante. Ante always wears sunglasses out there at the... Uh... Big Pennywise guy. Yeah. Ante and Steve. There you go. Probably John Thornton, too. 
All right, Max, you're up. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. Goodbye. You're welcome. All right. Goodbye. What do you got? Ooh. Chicho Arango. Chicho. Okay, so remember, the first question off the top is, we're sitting atop the league. How do we stay there, Chicho? <laughs> How do we stay? Can you, yeah. can you put a hole in it so you can get your no, tongue out? No, I'm not the... doing that. How oh, do we okay. stay atop the league? Yeah. we got to score early goals. we got to do that. We've got we to gotta find better opportunities. Like you guys said on the show, it's like exactly what we're saying at training. Incredible. It's like you were there. Okay, so uh, follow-up, why aren't you scoring early goals? Why aren't we scoring? That's a good question. But, you know, we have a lot of desire. We've got to find better chances. Maybe I'm letting it off my foot a little too early. Maybe we all have to make that extra pass. Uh, is it a we or is it a you? No, it's a well. Do you have to take some accountability? i got to take accountability for myself. There's no question about that. So uh, I'll get there. Um, close to being 100% fully fit. Slow start to the season, which wasn't ideal. Have a couple goals. It's going to keep coming. I can feel myself getting in the right positions. It's going to happen. I mean, that's like that's like you said, as you were Steve Trudeau, we're in first place, baby. So uh, we Gomez. don't normally do this, but Chicho, we're going to ask you a question from the chat. Gomez is asking, uh, what do you need to be the top scorer in the league this season? Like, what's, what's missing from last season? Well, I, we're a collective, you know, and like everyone's scoring. So that's how we're doing it. We had a, we had a long conversation with Carlos, myself, and said, we're getting everyone else involved, and that's how we're going to get results. You guys had that conversation? We had that conversation. I don't want to draw bit. too much attention and get 15, 20 goals because the the best way to, to kill opponents here is let it come from every different angle. So that's what we're doing. That just, has been our game plan from the beginning. I just like to think of Chicho and Carlos having like a coffee together and going like, let's spread it around this Spread year. it around. Right. Spread it around. Uh, uh, I'll get my goals, Chisha, though. Chisha, do you feel like you've got up to the level you were last season? Is, is it a, like a personal thing? More of like a competition means less chances. Oh, less chances out there with all, everyone else scoring. Yeah, goals. there's less chances for sure. I'm happy, though, and you know, I, uh, I, I getting like good the, feedback from the, the coaches. I like the narrative that Chicho just doesn't want to take the spotlight. He's just doing it to be a very humble person. Well, I also have these great goal celebrations. I need to break them out here at some point. So yeah. I got to get serious about this. It's going to happen. I maybe got to press a little better. Maybe I got to put pressure. I got to. I've got to get a little more vertical. I'm getting there. Maybe, yeah, maybe a little more composure. All right, now you guys are pushing it a little. Oh, okay, bit okay, okay. Right, give me we'll, a break. We'll, we'll let Chicho. We'll let Chicho off the hook. Thank you, Chicho. I think for Chicho, it's all about being on a good team. So I'm sure he enjoys being on a good team. But he, yeah. he's probably going to want to score. Okay. Everyone's having see. a good time. They're all on a good team. I feel like the, uh, the comment thing, section all... actually thought that was Chicho for a little bit. Maybe. I, they were, I was like, this is me. They're asking. Yeah. Maybe. All right. Let's see who I. Chicho, have you tried the oh, Ropa Cheeky. Vieja? Yes, Cheeky it's great. Palacios. Cheeky Palacios. Before we even get started, uh, I have been the best player these last. Three or four games. Breakthrough. And and I uh, appreciate that a lot of people are recognizing, especially one JR the Scarf from Defenders of the Band. Uh, what do you, how do you like me now, Scarf? Like, oh, Cheeky's calling you out. That's right. Scarf. scarf you can um, read Cheeky, him and weep. How, how do we maintain uh, to be the best season in, in the league? You know, maybe, maybe uh, it's learning by example. Uh, I've stepped up my game a little <laughs> bit, and uh, I think a lot of the other players could say that, you know, they've been playing well, but maybe they could. Take it up a notch because there's a target on our backs and we're going to need to all be very sharp. And that's what we've seen. We haven't been sharp. And so, yes, we're not losing games, but we're also not beating teams, I think, the way we should. So you think you've been uh, doing your part, but not everyone else. Who specifically do you think needs to oh. no. oh, Hold on. Let me get on my list. No, no. Come on. I mean, come on. The we, we pick each other up. That's been you guys talked about it. Uh, I watched the show religiously, by the way. Uh, and you guys talked about it. 13 different goal scorers. 
And uh, that's, that's incredible. I haven't been on a team that spreads it around quite like that. Uh, last year was a struggle, so it's been nice to, to have other players to rely on, my, myself included. I'm one of those ones that have really kind of brought up my game. So I, I, I just think that in different games, you're going to have to get it from different guys. But uh, there's going to have to be – You're going to be the next one to score a goal, Cheeky. Ooh. Uh, I like it. Yeah, when, when ready Hurry up. <laughs> I've, I've taught you my way, Cheeky. <laughs> oh, Dad. Oh, Steve. Yeah, whoa. Uh, no, look, <laughs> having – I will say, having a manager that played the same position and knows the ins and outs and the finer points of it has helped my game immensely. I would say my other fullback, fullbacks on the team, Ryan Hollingshead and Franco Escobar, I think would agree, and uh, it's really helped. Oh, got it. Where'd you – shouldn't you guys be at training? No training. We, we're going to take it easy. Yeah, take days. it easy and watch the 110 football show. Yeah. Yeah, who, who, do, who do we want to beat more, Colorado or Portland this week? Both. Wait, I don't know why I'm asking you guys that. I'm the coach. I think yeah. you want to win Portland. It's at home, and it gets you one step closer to the U.S. Open Cup. If you lose at Colorado, you say, hey, they were a really good team last season, and we couldn't get the win on the road. You want to win everything. I'm from, right. I'm from Ecuador, but I've learned this saying, uh, revenge is, is a dish. Best serve cold. Uh, and uh, I just learned that this week, and I, I would like to do that this Tuesday. Uh, okay, go run laps, guys. Daddy Dolo out, as coined in the chat. By the way, he had like a that role play somewhere he had like 140 <laughs> touches in the game. So he's such a high-usage player, in- and he's so consistent. He's not having dips. He's not going up, but he's not going down, and you know, crosses I, have been phenomenal. Well, so I, I asked Steve that question about Cheeky because, uh, and I, I was kind of thinking about it for a little while, but I wanted to hold it until he kind of it was like two, three, four games. It's now been four or five games where Cheeky's Cheeky, Cheeky has been very, very Cabezina. good. So yeah, coming uh, where he's been very, very good. So it, it just seems like it's coming from it, it. It's great though, like you said, it's not just it's not just a, a cross here or there or an assist here or there. He's instrumental in games. Like he's yeah. orchestrating a lot of what's going through the attack. So, let's get out of character and put our analyst hats back on. I want to be cheeky again. I don't have a hat. It's time for ICU. This Ooh. is where we acknowledge something or someone that maybe flew under the radar this weekend. So, Max, you are up first for ICU. What you got? ICU, Jack Elliott, Philadelphia Union defender. Jerk. <laughs> what was that? Jerk. Well, I, fantastic game. I was really impressed with him and Jacob Glesnes, what they were able to do. Certainly offset pieces, they were able to defer, defer until finally LAFC were able to break through. This is a guy who came to Major League Soccer in uh, with, with not much fanfare. Uh, he was at the Fulham Academy, he had to work hard to get here, and now he's a legit MLS center back. However, however, your professional foul ways at the end, your means of trying to kill time, just not going to cut it. You can hold the ball on for a few seconds and... The teams, the t- your opponents can try and strip it away. That's fine. But when you do it for another 30 seconds, you should you should have got a red card. I know that's harsh. You I got just, a yellow card. But if you keep doing it, give him another yellow card. I, that I, was ridiculous. That, that is true. I He kept going after the yellow card. He still however, held the ball for another time. However, the I, referee I, in that match, no chance he was going to do that. He was so lax. He was just letting them fight. Jair Marufo, I, who yeah, gives a lot of cards, recall, so this was a little bit. He, there, was a, there was a huge Donnybrook at the end there. I recall, I think it was the COVID season. Last season, I think it was RSL away. I don't remember exactly, but it was Diego Rossi was still on the team. He was getting subbed out late in the game. He's like, I need water. He's like, I need water before oh, I go yeah. out. And it, it took was forever. I, for me, it was one of the funny. Look, it sucks to be on the receiving end of a player like Jack Elliott wasting that time. 
but I actually disagree with you guys. I think that it was stuff, endless. That stuff is some of the funniest stuff to me, especially when you're like, I, 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 could, I couldn't have found when Diego Rossi did that more funny. He's like, yeah, I'm dying. I can't leave if, before. And, and it's like, what are you doing? We wrote a sketch about it. I know. Because it Good. took so long to go off. That was actually one of the better sketches. Uh, well, before I go into mine, Jay David Wallace talking about Cheeky on both goals. I, I would say, uh, Jay David Wallace, that uh, there was a lot of errors on both those goals. Uh, we talked about Franco Escobar not releasing quick enough. Uh, that, those were definitely team team goals given up. Yes, Cheeky's a part of it, but when you're a defender, that just comes with a game. You're going to always be in and around when goals happen. Yeah. Yeah? Yep. Right. Uh, my, well explained. My ICU goes out to somebody that's a good friend of mine, and uh, actually we did a little episode of a thing we call Hire Vince with him. Gage Knudsen, who takes care of the fields both at the LAFC practice facility and there at Bank. Uh, Bank is getting a lot, a lot of games going on there. Obviously, Angel City went through there afterwards. And you know what? As Gage says, grass can take more. That grass has been looking still pretty good. The field is still playing very well. You can see that it's a smooth surface. Teams aren't afraid to play on the ground. And after we've been seeing a couple teams this season uh, be victims to their turf, obviously, Jao Paulo goes out in that CCL game uh, due to the turf, I would say, in, in Seattle. Uh, we just learned that Miles Robinson has done his Achilles. That's probably going to leave him out for for the World Cup. Oh. Uh, and you can see it etched on his face as he's yeah. thumping the ground. Your heart just breaks for him. It was really it was terrible. He knew right away. And so I know a lot of people have been out there saying uh, maybe we could get a, a ban on turf. I don't think that's ever, ever going to happen. Uh, but the fact that Gage show, has shown that we can have concerts, we can have two teams, and you can still have a grass field, I think a lot of the teams should look into that because yep. you keep losing your prize assets. That's a big one. A tough pill to swallow. That is a big I one. Especially in the world the US, But also, back. like, I remember it was Toronto City, their first game of the season at home. Their pitch was disastrous. Mm -hmm. Like, like sponsor right. which there wasn't. Like, I, I knew that Bob Bradley was going to be there and be like, right, <laughs> doing his inspection. Forfeit. Like, forfeit. We're not even playing. But, but to that point, Gage, like, if you ask Gage about, about dealing with the field and stuff, you'll be talking for the next hour. Like, he, this is what he does. Uh, he goes around the world to how they do it in different places. Like, he's really into it. And there's no reason why Toronto, who has similar weather to a lot of places in Northern Europe, can't figure out a way to have a good pitch. So, Gerardo, we're, we're at the, I believe you're speaking about the Portland game tom tomorrow? Yes. Right? We'll be there at the bank uh, doing a, a live watch-along all game. So, if you're there, come come hang out. Uh, yeah. But people we'll, are saying, we'll get to people that. People are talking about the grass. Look. The color of the grass is one thing, but I, I, I've asked the players. Yes, they say it's not as green and, and that's nice. It looks aesthetically pleasing on the TV, but the pitch has never played better. It, it's yes, we all come in it's and we fast. just look at. Can we, you yeah, just we just look at the green. Yeah, but that gets on the players' boots. They may have. There's some brown oh, spots there that aren't yeah. there. There's no brown spots right now, which is good. Anyway, my ICU is Mamadou Fall, and maybe not for a reason uh, on the field. We know that he loves 3252 and the LAFC fan base so, 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 so much. We knew it from when he scored that brace against SKC and went right into the 3252 and uh, celebrated it. I know some of you get frustrated because you think he celebrates maybe a little too much. Relax. It's not that big of a deal. When Franco Escobar, I think we have the shot of the goal. When he scored, Mamadou Fall, he didn't, Mamadou Fall didn't even score. And he, look at that, the joy, knowing let's get a goal, let's go get the third. Oh, almost took uh, the keeper's head off uh, while he was Maybe at it. Maybe keep that ball, though, so we could. Yeah. yeah. Well, because that's I mean, what it was. It was at Franco Escobar. Because we have time, let's go. And everyone was celebrating. I think 
the Escobar reaction was the right one. There's a happy medium. I, I, I love I loved a guy celebrating a goal as if he scored it for his teammate. I do love I that. love that. I love that. And just looking right at the 3252, yeah. it's not a I'm the player, you're the fans. It's like, no, this is us. Like, we just did this together. Let's go. Oh, they love him. And, I, and look, five seconds after that, he gets the ball and then goes to the center. Like, it would. There's 10 minutes left of the game. Five seconds isn't going to change anything. It's it's not setting a bad example. There's no bad mentality. Well, bigger picture, too. He's 19 years old, and he just loves the feel of the crowd and a lot of people being loud. Uh, you got to say, then, he's not going to be stunned when one day he moves along to those bigger stadia, stadia uh, and mm -hmm. goes out there. I mean, yeah. this is this is a guy that you know he is not phased by the moment. He thrives he off of it. He thrives so off of it. I think... You, uh, if you're if you're scouting Mamadou Fall, I think that's something you should take into consideration. And people are scouting him. Yes, they are. <laughs> they are. This is an incredible talent. And I, I even tweeted earlier today that with his bicycle kick attempt, uh, he's well. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that a little bit later. I got something special for you there. We're, get, we're getting into questions. We already had a ton of questions. I, know, yeah, I mean, this chat's been, like, bumping. Uh, we will be inside tomorrow. For all those asking, we will be inside Southwest Corner. Southwest so you Corner. Can, you can come say hello. I know somebody wanted Connor to sign their hat. So get, come on I'll by. I'll bring a Hawaiian shirt if well, let's, you want. Let's start here. From uh, Gav, GTG Law. Mm -hmm. What's the game plan against Park the Bus and Counter Timbers? Well, we're getting a lot of look at that. It's different. You know, Philadelphia, what they do in Minnesota, what they did and what Portland will do. There are similarities, but they are different. But you need to have to find a way to break them down. In the, the case of Philadelphia, they packed that middle a lot. Yeah. So you got to try and work the flanks. They did. The goal came from a corner kick. So out wide it would do. Portland, this is going to be interesting because they're in a in – a, they're in a bad way. And yeah. i got to say, the U.S. Open Cup, the good thing about LAFC is that they're playing at home. So they can ease into it. Portland's going to have to jump on a plane, get here and go, and then it throws your you – know, no one wants to jump on a plane during the week if you don't have to. So LAFC really has a huge advantage here. Portland, uh, Diego Chata kind of breaking back in, came off the bench. Eric Williamson started. Mm. Um, they're going to have their identity. They have a little bit of a COVID outbreak going on. There is, like. it's, there's problems. So I think if you're uh, – whatever you handle, LAFC, you just hammer down here. It's going to be an alternate lineup. There's going to be some guys that play in both competitions. Even Carlos Vela came off the bench against Orange yeah. County. But I think you go into hammer mode. This is a team that is, is really shaky right now. And you just come out, maybe this is the one where you get goals If early. you had a prep game for Portland, I think Philadelphia is a good – Oh, yeah, great good, call. Good prep game. Oh. So, yeah, against teams that pack the back, it's, it's, a, it's a mix of things, right? You know you need to be faster. You know you need to be cleaner. But you also still need to be patient. Because as we saw against Philadelphia, they were finding ways to get around those flanks, but then they're just sending crosses. So maybe you just need to be patient enough to play one extra pass. Steve was saying he'd like to see more combinations. So they dribbled a little bit too much. So careful with the dribbling. I think that's a big point against, Phil, uh, against Portland as well because Portland, when you dribble and you beat them, they're just going to foul you. Uh, thickety wickets. I really hope not that we uh, see <laughs> Philly in his... Is that what you call it, a seersucker? Yankee Doodle Dandy hat. I like that. Oh, yes. The WB yeah. Frog, as I like but I can't say it won't happen. I just can say I hope it doesn't. Uh, what about before it goes away, Joseph Rodriguez? Great one. Good. If and when Segura is back, I'd like to know. Oh, no. He's probably asking what. Who's the center back combo? Who would be the, the top center back combo? Mamadou Fall has to be in there. I just. Well, Fall is irreplaceable at but, this point. What's tough is I genuinely think that Jesus David Murillo has been almost best 11 quality. So it's Eddie's weird. gonna find it tough to get in there, although I love the way Eddie plays. I think we can say Eddie Segura has been our best defender ever for LFC. Some people would say Walker. 
but I, yeah. I, I, it's a, I that's a great debate right there yeah. and now you can um, even bring Mamadou Fall in that conversation because he's so, got enough of a sample size the weird thing for me is the level in which Eddie was at prior to his injury was very, very high. Now you have Murillo and Fall also at a very high quality. It's weird to reintroduce a player when they, they left so high. I, I don't know if Eddie will be back at the level that he was when he... Uh, to both your points, uh, Jesus Murillo's done nothing to warrant being put back on the bench. So maybe it'll be a wait and see when you see a guy like that who, if, if he has a bad game, and then there's a chance to get Eddie Segura. But they, the, the performance staff, the coaching staff knows that Eddie Segura is going to be um, ready when he's ready. But to me, it's fall and Segura. Just because the way they play, so good with their feet. Although they are kind of similar defenders in some ways. Uh, I don't know if that takes away from the partnership, but generally you have the big physical guy you, along with the elegant defender. Do you think, um, I wonder what like the statistic would be for umph. I wonder if you could like, like calculate umph. how much umph he has. Like how much umph, umph a player has. <laughs> I ain't touching that one. Like one to ten umph. Uh, umph see, factor. Do we have any, anything else? Uh, I people were. At, I think the one question that is going to continue to come up until it gets filled is, ten games in, where do you where do you bring a DP in? What position? I think that's an okay one. You, but you got more even more data points. We'll have even well, more by the time July comes around. Maybe depends on what the injury issues uh, are. Or this is true. Uh, maybe you want cover for a certain player. Yep. You know, Steve keeps bringing this up uh, after games. He talks about, one, that he wants his team to, you know, play that extra pass, maybe not settle for the cross, but he keeps talking about getting behind defenses. It just makes me think. That's, maybe no, it's going to be a guy with pace. But that's what it has. It should be. The guy who can be Diego Rossi, mm -hmm. uh, Mark II. Guy with real, real speed. Yeah. Who is a, a deadline runner. Yeah. Uh, we don't have that. And this club... Certainly could benefit from someone because all of a sudden that breaks up a defensive I, line. I was of the opinion that because of the the depth we got, especially in the attack, that maybe this is an opportunity for us to look elsewhere, maybe in the midfield mm -hmm. for DP. But I'm starting to to maybe agree with you guys more that maybe it is because of the injuries that we have. Maybe we do need one more option, one more very good option, yeah. just to cover for that. But two, you're right, just to like. We have that slot open. If we're able to just throw one more thing at that, like practically unbeatable, <laughs> or you, you, it would be it, so unbelievably hard yeah. to stop to stop an attack of Vela, Birod when healthy, Chicho, another DP, Izzy, <laughs> Mystery DP. You know what I mean? It's like I don't know. No, the other debate here is: it, is it a, a experienced DP, a guy with some name recognition, or is it a young player that they're going to develop? who could play early but probably more projects it's for got, 2020. It's got to be the young guy because I can't see LAFC getting an experienced DP or a franchise player until Carlos. Well, and if we're speaking of pace, uh, an experienced guy that has pace is going to be well out of any MLS team's budget. Yeah. Whereas a young guy with pace, you can normally you can, you can find a couple of them because that's one of the, the traits that you look for is a guy that, got, that has some speed that maybe is not the finished product right yet. But if you've got a guy with speed that can also finish, <laughs> he's not going to MLS. He's already in Europe. One more quick question. I know <laughs> we want the Leone and Torres play tomorrow. They were included in the U.S. Open Cup game. I don't well, I think I think it's close, maybe for Leone because we talked about the defenders. Yeah. But I, it is, as Steve said, if they practice hard, they will determine to get into the game. If they show that they should get those opportunities, they will get it. So I would I'll, love to see it. I also like Thickety taking the initiative to quantify oomph. 
Yeah. Oomph. Make sure we get that. Yeah, keep that. E equals MC3. Oh, boy. See, this is what happens. All right. Oomph, LA Galaxy. The chat, as always, undefeated. You guys are the best. Uh, but I have to move us along because we're raising up that board. It's into stoppage time. The fourth official has told us we only got a little bit of time left. So we got a chance to rant and rave about anything that's top of mind. Connor Colopsis. Connor Colopsis. Oh, stoppage starting time. with me? What yes. Start with me. That never happens. I just want to keep you on your toes. Um, my stoppage time is the U.S. Open Cup is must win for LAFC. Coming into the season, we didn't know what to expect. We, win the whole thing. The whole thing. We wanted to kind of temper expectations a little bit and say it might be a rocky start. That hasn't been the case. And I think LAFC has banked up enough points within this early part of the season to throw everything they can at the U.S. Open Cup instead of starting maybe the B team like most teams will. Uh, this is a competition you want to win. This is four or five games, uh, four or five wins, and, and you win a title. Not only do you win a title, but you also win... CCL birth. Yep. How close we were the last time we, we played in the CCL? I would be shocked if we don't get in the CCL from one area. Well, one way or another. Shield, Conquer, but Conquer Champions League is, I, I mean, the U.S. Open Cup would be a very cool way to do it. Let's so, go on a cup run. Let's go on a cup run. Let's show everyone what we're made of, and let's get a bunch of dubs. And if we get a point against the, the Rapids the following game, maybe that's fine. Maybe that's fine if that means we get a win against Portland. We built that little bit of cushion. I think we... I think we go, go I'm for saying the just throw everything again, you can at it. it yeah. This is a tournament that matters, and let's treat it like one. It's Tuesday, Saturday, so you have that extra kind of day, and it's a home game, so you don't have any travel. So LFC are in a position to uh, compete uh, well in both. Jesse, how does one's body get ready for CCL time? Get Lots of beats. Get a lot of beats because you might play at altitude. This is you're going to play in Mexico City. Max got an answer for everything. All right, my stoppage time goes out to uh, Gerardo Rios, who is in the chat, keeps asking, is the slow starts a feature or a bug? And I will say this, comebacks have been fun, but let's, let's, let's cut it out. Mostly because it's making this show hard to do because we keep coming back week after week and having the same thing. But more so because I think you're going to need it in the tank come the end of the season. Is it a bug or a feature, Gerardo? I, I don't, I feel like it's a feature. I feel like the team at this point, Feels like they want to play a little bit conservative, knowing they can save something in the tank to really kill teams off. Because in previous seasons, remember how it used to go is we would come out hot, get a lead, and then not be able to finish out games. But I do think that Steve's got to sit down with his attackers and maybe work on some patterns and say, look, you guys are sending too many crosses. I want to see you combine a little bit more. I want to see you play that extra pass. Maybe it doesn't get us this big opportunity in this game. But the next game, we'll go out there, and, we'll, and to Connor's point, we'll get that goal in the first 20 minutes, and that'll change the whole complexion of the game because I feel like teams are, they understand now that LAFC can come back, but, man, they're hanging on to that sliver of hope when they, they get into halftime, maybe up a goal or at 0-0, and it, you just don't want to play against teams like that. I think if you get two or three goals in in the first 20, 30 minutes, there's going to be a lot of teams, especially that are on the road at bank, that are just going to give up, and that can let you ease off the pedal a little bit, and then Steve doesn't have to make uh, those tactical substitutions. He can kind of make games substitutions that just see out the game or even get guys like Tony Leone, Christian Torres, a couple minutes out there. So I'd like to see that. Maybe some subs where you're just the feel-good subs where you just you get like guys some, some time. So you get yourself in a situation where you can do you, But you have to get uh, yourself there. I like uh, Gomez saying, how long does it take you to pick out a fit? Me? Yeah. How long does it take me to pick out a fit? Yeah. Uh, well, I'll tell you, Gomez, I actually was in a completely different shirt. And through the magic of TV, 
it was making weird patterns. So I had to go change. So I ran to the, ran to the dressing room and uh, just grabbed a few things and put it back on. I I like fashion. It does not take me very long to get ready. Turn to the left. Fashion. Yeah. Max Bredos? Uh J Jam Chiva said that Emmanuel Lanzini, a possible DP. I'm a West Ham fan, but uh, make sure he, uh, we'll talk more about. Make this. sure he spends a lot of time with that physio before you sign that contract. Yes, I make sure, yeah. that's a good shout. All right, my stoppage time is Mamadou Fall, and just watching this guy, uh, his athleticism, his awareness, his his ability to become more technically adept, which has improved here this season, but. Top of the list is the athletic ability. He gets on the end of every corner kick, and I am predicting that he will have a show-stopping moment this season. It almost happened on Saturday as he had a, a, the game winner on his foot, and he went Chilena bicycle kick. I almost shit my pants. <laughs> I'm being completely <laughs> honest. I was not ready for that. That is happen. how you celebrate? No, I just had a lot of food prior, and I was like, I know, I like my heart stopped for a second. I was like, he's not going to do that. Max isn't going to be okay. I thought the, I'm just trying to keep it real with you guys. I'll tell you what, if it goes in, there would have been a, a different kind of explosion. I meant the sound. No, I would have wanted all the fans <laughs> to storm the field and start uh, just, like that. Just hold them yeah, up? Hold them up, start throwing them up. Good. Game 10 of Whoa. the season, yeah. and we're already just <laughs> carrying them off I, my shoulders. I was calling the game, and I almost had a similar reaction. What was, Jordan, what was Jordan's reaction? As a defender, he's probably like, I could never. Oh, and the boy kind of tipped in there. But he, look, to finish this thought, he is going to do something. Whether it's going to be a long-range shot, he's so technically... Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Juan, you see, look what you did to my guy, Juan Vargas. And I, you open up the, the potty mouths, and this is... He's one of the most exciting players to watch, and people still don't know about him league-wide. As we know, this is a very localized sport, but everyone who covers or everybody who watches MLS, keep your eye on Mamadou Fall, because this is someone that his profile is getting huge. One day he may seek another club for some big money before he does that. Which is fair. Which is fair, and have... that's good for the club if the price is right. He's going to have a showstopper. But also because of his crazy ability to get on the end of set pieces, like the amount of chances in which we'll get at the They're just aiming the for his head. Game. They're aiming you know for it, and, and he'll make a 20-yard run. And he's connecting almost every other time. Mm -hmm. So it'll happen where we're down a goal or, or tied, and he'll have a couple last minute wins. Jesse Perez, he says, Air Senegal. If he does that and I'm calling the Mamadou fall, that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to go, Air Senegal! Max makes a good point, though. Get familiar with Mamadou Fall now if you're – all the people in our chat already know him. But get familiar with Mamadou Fall now so that when the 22 under 22 comes out and he's top of the list, you can say, I knew that guy. Yeah. I already know that guy because you're going to make yourself look silly when you he go, should be the close to the it top. It shouldn't be him. He's going to be near the top. You don't have center backs like that, especially in this league, so elegant, who have everything to be a world-class central defender True. at that age. All right, those were our stoppage times, so we're going to wrap it up. And there we are. Somebody came up to me and said, I love listening to the podcast at work. And that's, I, for me, highest form of Yeah, we've gotten a lot of good feedback from you guys, like, in person that you guys like the show. So we appreciate that very much. My guy, Danny, who I spoke to, who raved about the show, as I, I, I met him at the, I, I went to the Golden Gopher after the game, and he says he loves us all, but particularly he loves Connor. Oh. Says he didn't like Connor first, but now he loves Connor. Most people don't like me at first, and then I grow on them. Some I liked you. I, never I liked you at first. <laughs> like, Connor, uh, I hate your guts, but I respect you. We're always busy here at 110 Football. Take a look at what we got going on this weekend. Tomorrow we'll be in the bank as LAFC hosts the Timbers in the Open Cup. Turn your TV volume down and join our watch party. Or, if you're there, come hang out with us. Uh, it's going to be a very fun time to be able to watch the game with you guys. 
Thursday, Angels Wear Boots is back. Not the result we wanted over the weekend, but Megan Reyes will be joined by Angel City defender Sarah Gordon, former Canadian national team member Lauren Sesselman, and 110 superstar Jessica what Black. A panel. That's I know. Strong. It's that always is, a very That's better than this panel. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, I hate to say uh, it. They'll discuss the Orlando game, plus look forward to the Angel City's first road trip of the season. And on Saturday, we have another watch party as LAFC travel to Colorado. It's, it's an, an afternoon. afternoon. Game, we got a little, so. little flaw there. It's actually an afternoon kickoff. Yeah, afternoon game. So light that, yeah. light that barbecue. Grab a beverage. Maybe and it's 7 let's p.m. Go. in Colorado. Um, also, at the top of the show, right. I mentioned to you guys. This is the only reason why they stuck around. Guys, you guys are sticking around. Listen. listen Two pairs listen, of tickets. Ready? We're giving away tickets, and I already gave you the instructions. So all I'm going to do is give you the password. You know what to do. One, two, three. Leprechaun. Is your I'm a leprechaun. First come, first serve. Get your tickets now. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, it was a real pleasure. Love you guys in the chat. Always a good time for I'm me. I'm a first. leprechaun! <laughs> Don't ever do that again. <laughs> DM, uh, the DM the password to us on in Instagram. See you guys again soon. I'm Mamudu Paul. You're watching 110 Football. Subscribe 110 Football and follow 110 Football.